Are your wiper blades chattering, skipping, or squeaking? Don't let streaks or smearing on your windshield compromise your visibility. When it's time to replace your wiper blades, stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts and see our selection. Our professional parts people will even install your new wiper blades while you wait. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. The secret to catching prize-worthy fish? Fishing like a local. Jonas Knox here with Fishing Booker. The valuable knowledge of a local guide can turn a fishing trip of no bites into the best catch of the day. Go to fishingbooker.com to discover thousands of local fishing charters from all around the world and create your perfect angling adventure with their easy-to-use online booking system. Visit fishingbooker.com and book your trip today. Fishing Booker. Fishing trips made easy. This is the best of two pros and a cup of joe with LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, and Jonas Knox on Fox Sports Radio. By the way, uh, this show is about accountability. You know, like this is what we, we like to be. We like to own up to any uh, any mistakes that we have made on this show. That, that is very not true. I mean, okay. you know, but I just, <laughs> I feel like I need to do my part if I'm okay. going to expect that. Out of this show and be accountable, I need to do my part to go For ahead and, and yeah, and just own up to some you know just some mistakes that were made here. So okay. what did you do? Well, after the uh, the trade at the top of the draft took place, where the oh, yeah. Carolina Panthers went from number nine all the way to one with the Chicago Bears and traded away some advice, didn't you? Well, yeah, I mean they traded away a bunch of draft capital. They gave away DJ Moore. And you saw the betting odds completely change and go in the direction of C.J. Stroud being the overwhelming favorite to be the number one overall pick. And now, based on some new information and some new reports and, well, the betting odds that have completely shifted the other way now all of a sudden, Mm. Bryce Young is the overwhelming favorite to be the number one overall pick of the Carolina Panthers. So I do think... You know, LeVar, you should Whoa. own up to this because you were telling everybody to go with C.J. Stroud at number one. So, I mean, I'm I, did say go, I, I said you can't miss with C.J. Stroud. But I do believe, I do believe we've had the conversation multiple times. Yeah, I might have taken the bait here. Okay. <laughs> that the odds can, may, and will change as it applies to who's going to be that number one guy based off of as time moves and oh, what, what, what little details of, of information just, are accumulated. You know? It never fails. Yeah. Uh, took the bait, and, uh, yeah, and away we go. You Fresh were bold young. about it, too, right? <laughs> It's very CJ Stroud, the what what'd you say? The the odds dictate <laughs> the 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 line makers have, have spoken. Because they CJ Stroud is going to Was this one. another one where you talked about getting a sex change again? No, 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 no. I learned my lesson. No, I learned my lesson. I learned my lesson with that one years well, ago. Well, how did you learn your lesson? I mean, you didn't do it. 
Oh man, there's there's a joke that I want to say so bad. Okay, that, and I'm not going to say. I just right. refuse to. I'm not getting canceled. I'm not All doing right, it. Don't, don't not, get canceled. Not getting canceled. But that one is a touchy topic. These it, days. it definitely is. Yeah. <laughs> it definitely is. You might you might end up on a beer can. I was going to say. <laughs> just saying. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, that, uh, that Kid ha- Rock would not be your biggest fan if that's what you ended up doing. I'm new, just going to let new, you know. New meeting to the term happy hour for sure <laughs> for uh, <laughs> people out there. Uh, Very happy. But, yeah, it does appear that C.J. Stroud is going to be the guy and or that Bryce Ooh, Young, rather, is okay, going to be the guy, C.J. Stroud. Uh, yeah, yeah, just, you know, at this point, I'm just used to it. But Albert Breer pointed this out, said apparently he blew everybody away in Carolina with this what is it like an SAT test or the Wonderlick light or whatever they called it that he was off the charts talked about it last week and now all the information coming out is that apparently Bryce Young Brady's guy been been uh, preaching Bryce Young and telling people about it for a couple of years is going to go number one overall to the Carolina Panthers that's how this thing looks like it's headed yeah, look, I mean, it, it, it's hard, I think, when you're you're comparing him and, and C.J. Stroud. You, you watch them both, and they play at a really high level. You know, I, I would say C.J. Stroud in a clean pocket is, is more accurate than anyone. I mean, that kid really is surgical the way he plays the game. Um, you know, when he gets pressure, different story, and, and people, you know, everyone points back to the Georgia game and say, well, you know, that's when he showed off his uh, athleticism, and that's when he was great under duress. I'm like, well, what about the rest of the games in his career? You know, it, it, it's it, you kind of have to look at the entire body of work. With Bryce Young, there's just something about the way he plays the game. It, it's hard to put your finger on exactly what that is. For me, he anticipates. He can shape throws regardless of how his how his body's positioned. Like he he makes some of the more awkward body throws. You mean when his feet aren't set, he's facing the wrong direction. Uh, it doesn't look like he's ready to throw, and he still gets the ball out accurately in the right spot to the right person. I mean, his decision-making, his anticipation, his just overall ability to make throws is incredible. I mean, I, I'm telling you, he is such a unique talent. It's just the size that people worry about and whether or not he'll be durable enough at the next level. And, and I think he will be because of the way he plays the game. He doesn't put himself in harm's way. He's super, super smart. And, you know, there were some people in these reports where, oh, uh, well, he was behind the Alabama offensive line. And these, I was like, that's how you know that you can just throw out that report. <laughs> Alabama's offensive line this year was probably one of the worst they've had in a while. I mean, he was constantly under duress at times. It was not a good offensive line. Uh, he was throwing the top-rated uh, wide receiver talent. Uh, okay, again. Didn't watch the tape. The receivers at Alabama this year had the hardest time separating. There's times when he had to buy time just to allow something to open up downfield. Now, if you said that about C.J. Stroud, he'd be accurate, right? Both tackles are going to be drafted. The, the interior uh, center is going to be drafted. You know, three, three of the five guys on his offensive line will be drafted. Jackson Smith and Jigba may be the only wide receiver taken in the first round. I mean, he played with a bunch of talent. And Marvin Harrison Jr., who would be a top five pick if he was draft eligible, you know, he can't even come out this year. So, you know, if those are your concerns, someone apparently in this report about Bryce Young is pointing at the wrong guy. But like I said, I've thought the world of this young man since I saw him play in a spring game uh, a couple of years back. And 
he should be number one overall if you're basing things off of just the tape. But apparently there's this S2 test, and that helps with you know, you know, identifying processing. And it's, it's no surprise that he has the best processing skills of any of the quarterbacks because if you watch the games, you see that on tape. Like, that's one of those things that's hard to put your finger on what it is. It's the fact that he can make a really, really good decision very fast, and it usually ends up being the right one. It could change. <laughs> it could change one more time. Right before we get there, it could change. So for for all the great things that we can say about one of the quarterbacks or one of the, another quarterback, it could change. But I think we know it's between those two. And it's safe to say it's between those two. So and 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 like everything that was just said, I mean I mean I think Q covered it very well. Bryce's body of work has been solid since I mean before even it got to the point of where public consumption became at 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 a massive uh, pace or massive point of consumption. I mean, Q told us he's going to win the Heisman. Here's your guy that's going to win the Heisman. I think he said it right after the spring game, and and he he ended up winning the Heisman. By the way, I ten mean, to one, you could have gotten that ad if you listened to the uh, the get the gambling savant that is Brady Quinn. Ten to one. That's kind of the yeah, money we was, were handed out here. Well, we, that was it. Was a pretty, pretty bold, strong call that that right. ended up playing out. It's one of those lay it um, on the table and show everybody what you're working with. Well, you know what I mean? Whoa, yeah, whoa. I'm talking about. You went there pretty early today, but oh. you know what? I mean, I I'm proud of you. You know, and that's <laughs> that's the reason why one of these guys is going to go number one as well is because you you come to expect them to deliver certain things like you just did, and they do it. <laughs> You know, and they do it. And and for what it's worth, you know, CJ Stroud had a strong he had he had a strong, you know, campaign this this past year. And I just don't I don't see there being a lot of downside to to CJ Stroud. I really don't. And this Carolina team is a team that is in a building mode. I mean, I know they they came around and did fairly well at the end of last season. I know they're getting a uh, an offensive savant and and Reich. I th- I think this team may be on the up upswing, but I mean, I would ask you guys this: Do we definitively know? If if they are on, on legitimately on the upswing in terms of how how good of a team they're going to be or could be next year, and I think that that may be the reason that that dictates what quarterback that that they would go after. Are you going to go after a quarterback that you know can take you all the way to to a championship game? and and provide you the leadership and and provide you what you need in order to be able to get over the hump to win those games and 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 come into a program like Carolina's and be able to handle kind of what whatever the growing pains are that they're going to go through from a mature level or are you going to go under uh, oh, are you going to go with a commodity that maybe you know well is stronger bigger you know, than than the other guy from Alabama, but doesn't hasn't proven that they may have 
all of those components necessary or needed to be able to build, you know, from where you are? I like, mean, will, will the growing pains be, you know, harder with C.J. Stroud than what they would be with someone who has been probably more developed? And I don't know if that's an unfair statement, but I, I would assume he's been, you know, Bryce Young has been probably a more developed, a more refined quarterback at the college level. It feels like the growing pains would be more of an issue for Houston picking at two than it would be Carolina at one. Carolina feels like they, I don't disagree with they've, that. they've built an infrastructure that's all about finding the quarterback and developing the quarterback, and that's why Frank Reich is there. And this is not a shot at D'Amico Ryan, who everybody loves, but it just feels like if you had to put your money on which, which quarterback's going to be in the best spot to kind of go through all those growing pains, it's Carolina, which is why I'm fascinated to see if C.J. Stroud ends up in Houston, what that career trajectory looks like in comparison to if he would have gone to Carolina. Well, look at what they've surrounded the quarterback position you know, with. you got Frank Reich, former quarterback. He's, he's done a good job with quarterbacks throughout his career. You, know, you go back to his time in Indy, I'm not so sure we, we make him the fall guy, even though it didn't work out as him, you know, with him as a head coach there. I think uh, Jim Irsay and the tree leaners, there's probably a lot more to be said as far as how things operate. <laughs> By the way, Jeff Saturday did kind of bail out Frank Reich with that performance after he took over. Yeah, I, I don't think he bailed him out. I think he highlighted the fact of that was who the owner thought would be best suited to take over for that team at that time. And they won, what, one game and then yeah. lost everything else after that? And they won half Which, of the game against Minnesota. Right. Well, yeah. yeah okay. Um, but even the one game they won, like it's kind of one of those where I wonder if everyone's still just doing what Frank Reich told them to do. You know, they're like, what would have Frank told us? <laughs> so to you're do? not it's even just... giving Jeff Saturday credit for that one? No, because he just got in there a week before. <laughs> like, what impact could he have had? And that was I mean, it. Seriously, that was re- that literally was it. That was it. <laughs> They're like, well, what would Frank do in there? What would Frank tell us to do? Let's just do that. I look like a genius too. I was like, man, y'all better get up off of Saturday. <laughs> and I look like oh, I didn't know anything at all. Yeah. Well, I, I understood what you were doing. Can I can I be honest with my interpretation of what you did? Go ahead. You jumped on the Jeff Saturday bandwagon because at that point, and it was pretty clear and apparent, like there was a potential job opportunity. I mean, you if it would have went a different direction. Yep. You might have been getting a call. And next thing you know, we're just Jonas and I sitting there, we're like, well, LaVar's calling the defense yeah. for the Indianapolis Colts. Yeah. With their brand new yeah. OC, uh, what's his name? Dan Arlovsky. Yeah, with him right. as, the, as the offensive coordinator because he Very was campaigning funny. for the job as well, too. All right, take us to break. Hold on. So my, my point Very is this funny. is Carolina's well suited to absorb any of these quarterbacks, you know, with Frank Reich. Uh, you know, with Andy Dalton there, can kind of be a stopgap quarterback if you would. Josh McCown's there to help out with the development. They they have assembled a really a really good I think situation for any young player, young quarterback. Uh, the question now becomes more: Who's he going to throw to? You, you got rid of your number one wide receiver to Chicago, so uh, that and I think that the protection is a little bit a little shaky. So this draft, hopefully, depending on what Carolina does. After they, they pick a number one overall, they've got to start devoting some to offensive talent and really helping out whoever this quarterback's going to be. Be sure to catch live editions of Two Pros and a Cup of Joe with Brady Quinn, Lavar Arrington, and Jonas Knox weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. 
Hey, it's Jonas Knox. And you know O'Reilly Auto Parts. You know, o o o o who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced, a brake light fix, or a quick service? They'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help. Whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice, you'll find the employees at O'Reilly Auto Parts are knowledgeable, helpful, and best of all, friendly. And by the way, I was just at O'Reilly not that long ago, within the last month, and guess what? Needed some help with the alternator, had some questions with the batteries, they helped me right away, and did it right there in the parking lot. The professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. All right, game off. we got to pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You already talked about that, but there's just so much good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much to get. Unique stickers you can trade with friends to complete albums for big prizes. Cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. Hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their new unique mini-games like Digging for Treasure or a Robot Pachinko Machine. And there's always new timed events that help you win big like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go, so get off the bench and go download it now free on Google Play or the App Store. Game on! What's the secret to catching prize-worthy fish in exotic waters? Learning to fish like a local with Fishing Booker. Hey, Jonas Knox here with Fishing Booker. There's only one way to turn a fishing trip of no bites into the best catch of the day, and that's with the valuable knowledge of a local guide. With FishingBooker.com, you have the world's largest booking platform of local fishing guides right at your fingertips. Use Fishing Booker's easy-to-use online booking system and discover thousands of local fishing charters from around the world ready to share their tricks of the trade. Create your perfect fishing experience and search for charters by location, species, salt versus freshwater, and more. Plus, it's smooth sailing with Fishing Booker's simple online payment method. You'll always fish with confidence when you start fishing like a local. Start your angling adventure now with Fishing Booker. Visit FishingBooker.com and book your trip today. Fishing Booker. Fishing trips made easy. The Washington Commandos, uh, the team that is always in the news for all the right reasons, the Washington Commandos uh, apparently are paying 600 They've settled on $625,000. There was some season ticket deposit fiasco where they may have been like holding on to season ticket deposit money. Uh, you know, God forbid, I mean, you try and hold on to a little bit of money from, from some of your fans just to prove how much they actually care about the product. But nonetheless, $625,000 settlement from the Commandos, and we just keep 
keep waiting, 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 tick, 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 tick. When the hell is this sale going to be finalized? We can all move on with our lives. And who knows? There's some speculation. Maybe they'll even change their mascot or their team name. What? I, that's just some stuff. That's they don't like the there. commandos? I guess not. Oh, that's a bummer. I mean, they, they could have gone a, a bunch of different directions with that. But that is the very latest on uh, Washington. On Washington. Uh, LeVar's, yeah. LeVar's team, the Washington Commandos. Yes, the team that I played for, that I was drafted by, that I had no choice as to where I was going based oh, upon no. this thing called the draft. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah. But Do you ever think about that conceptually when you try to explain it to people out there or even just the process of – of getting traded because I, I got traded and I, I I'll never forget like people are like oh what's it like I'm like well it's it's amazing I mean I was like you're living out your dream right you 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 grow up as a little kid wanting to play professional sports you get the chance to do it and for me it was the team I, I grew up rooting for which was literally like a dream come true I was like and then they they can trade you I was like that's that's interesting like they're like well how does that work I'm like well it kind of works like this they give you a phone call and they just said hey. We traded you, Back and then you up. just have to go to that city, <laughs> like you literally, just, like right literally. in there <laughs> today. Like they were like, "Can you make right a flight now. tonight?" I'm like, "Hell no, I can't." So I've got to go pack up some bags and go out to Denver. Now I'm figuring this out. Like they're like, "Wow, that seems crazy." I'm like, "That's one way of putting it." And meanwhile, like I, I'm around all these other you know kids are like, well, you know, I had multiple job opportunities in different parts of the country and I would have been the sun more. So I decided to go uh, out in Arizona. There it was actually a little nice tech startup there. And I was like, oh, that's cool, man. Um, yeah. Good. Good luck with that. I mean, yeah. Well, you got so to have slow go. 10, 15 year build to <laughs> get to where you want to be. And then 10, 15 years, 20 years, you're exactly where you want to be. And, you know. And then yeah. you're you're figuring out what's what's next in in the, the the next chapter in your life. But in football, it's like you you get chosen, and if you're good enough, if you're good enough, you continue to be chosen. Um, and if you're really really good, you actually get chosen to the point of where you never really have to you know test out or figure out what being trade feels like what uh you know what being on the free agent market really feels like yeah. but i mean what percentage of nfl players is that that's not that's not a high oh, percentage one percent or I get, less i, I mean, got a question yeah. about the, well, the trade well, before the question okay. aaron Rodgers, for example as good as he is four-time mvp won a super bowl He's, I mean, he's a future first ballot Hall of Famer. He's not even in complete control of the situation. If if he wanted to be in control, he, he would be with the Jets right now if he could. He's not, and and like that just goes to show you like how this whole thing operates. Like that, the players very have very little control. As cool and as amazing of a deal as it is, there's still that element of like, yeah, where you get drafted. I mean, imagine taking a kid who comes out of college and say, hey. You just got picked by the Washington Commandos. They have incredible disorganal, you know, organization dysfunction. Uh, there's all sorts of other pending lawsuits and things going on. But this is where you get to start your career. And you're like, oh, uh, okay, I, I guess I'll try to make this work. I mean, that, that's essentially what it used to be. Now, hopefully, 
with the settlement, they can change it in a different direction. But Jonas has a question. Well, it is kind of funny when you talk about when people say, well, certain teams have taken this prospect off their draft board. Like, you never hear a prospect say, well, I'm going to take the commandos off my draft board. I'd like to not go well, to the commandos. Yeah, you you know, tough balls. E- e- Eli Manning did it with the Chargers. They oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's yeah. a good point. Uh, and he yeah. is a Manning, so that applies. But um, here's my question I mean, technically, Jalen Carter and his agent did that, too. Yeah, anybody outside the top 10. It's true. Uh, Here's the question I have for you. When you get traded, how much time do they give you to figure everything out before you got to be traveling to your new destination? What are we talking about? Like 45 minutes? An hour? Like, do they tell you at least, like, hey, we'll give you till the end of the week, but you got to be here? Like, how did that go? What was that conversation like before you had to decide? No, I was packing up to drive to Cleveland. So I I went to see... Um, a physical therapist, and then I was driving up that night. Off-season workout started that Monday, so I had my dog. My car was packed up, um, and and my wife at the time, girlfriend then, was with me. And I was like, I, I literally thought someone got my cell phone and was pranking me. I did not think it was a real call because I had never. I mean, this is not shocking when you're playing with the Cleveland Browns, but I had not met or talked to the new general manager because they just, you know, it's a revolving door at that point. So when he called, I was like, oh, I, I don't know this guy. This could be anyone. And then when Josh McDaniels called, I was like, oh, crap, this is for real. And I'm hmm. thinking to myself, like, okay, what do I do now? And I'm, like, trying to explain it to, you know, my then-girlfriend, now-wife, and she starts tearing up. Because she's like, well, this isn't going to be good for us, right? Now you're moving in further west, further away, like different, all this stuff. And so I'm like dealing with multiple factors. Like, first off, what am I doing with my dog? How do I get it out there? I mean, I guess I'm just unpacking my car and flying out from Columbus, where I'm from. And and then meanwhile, I'm like trying to patch up what apparently just because I get traded, like she was thinking we're just going to break up. So I'm trying to like talk about that whole discussion. So it just well, it's a right. lot. But but they wanted you to be there. <laughs> they wanted you to be there the next day for for the offseason workouts. Was she right? What's that? No, no. We're, you we're ended up marrying now. her. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. Never mind. Yeah. All right. I thought you were talking about the Leash. high school girl. What up, Leash? No, 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 no. All right. That was okay. yeah. No. Okay, good. Well, good. It all worked out. Yeah, it's great. In the end. Yeah. That stuff is stressful, man. It, it, it really is. And you don't really understand how much of a toll all of those things have on you. Really, sometimes maybe never. I would, you know, not, I would so, not handle that well at all. At all. I mean, you get so, you get so used to adapting oh and adjusting. And I think you get used to it because you're looking at, like, as, as, you know, Q just mentioned, you're looking at the opportunity. And the opportunity supersedes everything, right? The focus yeah. always supersedes everything. So it's like, okay, I'm getting traded. Or, okay, I'm, I'm a free agent. I have to go somewhere else. Or our team isn't performing very well. And I'm, I'm stuck here. Some way, somehow, you convince yourself, and I don't know if you say you trick yourself. I I don't know what it really is. Maybe it's just law of survival, but it's like I'm in the National Football League. I'm trying to stay here. (laughs) I just, you know what? I'm playing football at the professional level. I am going to find some type of sense 
in whatever it is that comes my way. And I think, honestly, that's why us as pro athletes, I think we miss a lot. I think we miss a lot of things that we we wouldn't, under any other circumstances, we would not miss some of the details of what we may miss as people because we're athletes. And as athletes, we're always constantly adapting and adjusting and accommodating and proving and producing and preparing. And and it's so much of that that you don't really have. Like, why would you make it your business to know the inner workings of a franchise? You just know, okay, I'm going to a team, they're not very good, or you're going to a team, they're they're pretty good, or you're going to a, a team and they're really good. That's what you know. But each one of those teams is going to pre- present a, a different challenge. It's going to be a different challenge that you have to deal with. And it just seems like... It just seems like when you're faced with those type of scenarios, I mean, the best thing that you can do and the best thing that you can hope for, and and it sounds kind of, you know, selfish, but the best thing that you can hope for is that you are personally having a productive career. You're, You're having a... A, a career where you can say, I'm doing what I'm supposed to do. I'm doing my part because you don't have any control over if a franchise is holding on to, to ticket uh, deposits and <laughs> stuff like that. You don't have control over how they handle the workplace and what that work environment is going to be like. You don't have control over if if the owner is going to be an owner that creates a culture that's, that's conducive to, you know, know people taking ownership over the job that they're doing in those building over the, in that building they, there's so many moving parts to being a part of a an institution like an NFL franchise that you there's so much out you have to have and, and and I could be wrong in saying this but I feel like I feel like for my career this is this is a true statement it takes extraordinary circumstances for you to be in the perfect situation to have the type of success that you've had in your career to be able to even make it to the National Football League. Extraordinary circumstances. And that's just what it is. You lose coaches quickly. You lose GMs. You lose you lose employees, like vital employees. Now, that may happen at, at a high school level. It may happen at a college level. I just never experienced that. I just never experienced that. Every coach that I ever had when I had it up until the pros was my coach. I had the same coaches from ninth grade to, to senior year in high school. I had the same coaches from freshman year to junior year in college. And you know what? I was the best player coming out of high school. The best, one of the highest rated players in some in some publications, the best prospect coming out in high school. Same thing in college. I'm the best prospect coming out of college. I'm literally the number one rated player on the draft board in the draft coming out of college. And then you go into the pros and the extraordinary circumstances that you have to deal with in the pros. And you mentioned this the other day, Brady. You had more coaches than you had years in the league at one point. So did I. So did I. 
think about that. Like sometimes you got to look at the correlation of why things don't go the way that they're supposed to go. I had I had a different I had two two GMs. I think I had two GMs while I was in the pros and three considering I went to a third team or or a second team. Um, I had by the time I left Washington, I think I do believe I was on like four or five coaches, four or five coaches. And I only played I only played seven years. I played seven years and I had six coaches. So, you know, when you're talking about what what a franchise does, and I know we're talking about paying paying six hundred seventy five thousand dollars and and whatever the fee was, but I'm just telling you, there are so many other extraordinary circumstances that are connected to if you're going to have the opportunity for success or not at at a franchise at the pro level. Yeah, it's uh, now you can relate to uh, what Baker Mayfield's gone through because he's on like seventeen coaches and you know what four or five years. So uh, very that's much your a typical disaster. Cleveland Brown quarterback though, because you're going to at least pick up two or three during your time in Cleveland, <laughs> along with two or three general managers. <laughs> when you when you guys get together and you go, I mean, oh, you only got technically two? I had three GMs and two head coaches <laughs> during my three years. Uh, I'll never forget George Kokinas. Okay, so he was supposedly the the best friend of Eric Mangini. Uh, I think they were maybe roommates together in college or something. And so Eric Mangini comes in my third year and George Kokinas is the general manager. I'll never forget after a walkthrough on a Saturday, George Kokinas was like handing out letters. They were fines. So in one of the uh, preseason games, there was like some fine print and there was some sort of like detail about when guys had to check in versus when the first meeting was. So there was something like, hey, the first meeting's at 7.30, but in the fine print, it was like, please be checked in by 7 or you're subject to be fined. Well, most guys, especially under Romeo Cornell, the previous two years that I was there, they would just show up just in time for the meeting and they'd be on time, but, but that's when they would show up first. And then they would check in and get their stuff all situated in the room after. Well, for whatever reason, like, man, Genie changed it. And guys started getting fine letters. And Kokinas was, like, after a, after a Saturday walkthrough, standing in our door, like, going into the facility, like, handing them out to players. And I thought to myself, you're a general manager. You don't have anything else better to be doing with your time? Like, this is your <laughs> job? I mean, first off, most times those are, like, sitting on your um, – you're, you're sharing the locker room. That's when players would find them or they'd be in your locker because, you know, you don't want to, like, you know, make a guy upset or, or make him be embarrassed. This dude was handing them out. All right. Halfway through this season, he's canned. He's out. And I was like, well, I mean, it's not like he was really adding much value anyway. But at the same time, he was just a scapegoat because he wasn't not only was he not adding value, he wasn't really taking away from things either. I mean, you're in the season. There's not much a general manager can really do to change the fortunes of a franchise. But that was it. And at that moment, I said to myself, this is an absolute circus. <laughs> I mean, amongst everything else that I'd experienced, like with stuff off the field with players and everything else, I was like, all right, this is, this is an absolute circus. But when you get drafted into it, you don't know any different. So you're just anticipating that like every franchise is like that. And then you start going other places and you're like, huh, 
Well, this is refreshing. It's a professional environment. This is how things are supposed to operate. So it's always fascinating to see how things are run, where they're run. But to your point, man, it's just like, it's crazy. It is crazy how sometimes it'll work out. Be sure to catch live editions of Two Pros and a Cup of Joe with Brady Quinn, Lavar Arrington, and Jonas Knox weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific. What do you get when you combine a three-time manager of the year and a three-time national sports writer of the year? It's the Book of Joe podcast. Hey, this is Tom Verducci from Fox Sports, MLB Network, and Sports Illustrated. And I'm Joe Madden, and we're going to be around to talk a little bit about managerial decisions, playoff games, and what may have occurred in the dugout maybe in the 1980s. I can't wait for this, Joe. We're going to dive into what goes on in the dugout and behind the scenes in Major League Baseball. Cars, wine, whatever else we want to talk about. Listen to the Book Joe podcast on the iHeartRadio app, on Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, it's Jonas Knox, and you know O'Reilly Auto Parts, you know, o o o O'Reilly, who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free, in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced a brake light fix or a quick service they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice you'll find the employees at o'reilly auto parts are knowledgeable helpful and best of all friendly and by the way i was just at o'reilly not that long ago within the last month and guess what needed some help with the alternator had some questions with the batteries they helped me right away and did it right there in the parking lot the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. All right, game off. we got to pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You already talked about that, but there's just so much good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much to get. Unique stickers you can trade with friends to complete albums for big prizes. Cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. Hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their new unique mini-games like Digging for Treasure or a robot pachinko machine. And there's always new timed events that help you win big like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go, so get off the bench and go download it now free on Google Play or the App Store. Game on! What's the secret to catching prize-worthy fish in exotic waters? Learning to fish like a local with Fishing Booker. Hey, Jonas Knox here with Fishing Booker. There's only one way to turn a fishing trip of no bites into the best catch of the day, and that's with the valuable knowledge of a local guide. With FishingBooker.com, you have the world's largest booking platform of local fishing guides right at your fingertips. Use Fishing Booker's easy-to-use online booking system and discover thousands of local fishing charters from around the world ready to share their tricks 
aspects of the trade. Create your perfect fishing experience and search for charters by location, species, salt versus freshwater, and more. Plus, it's smooth sailing with Fishing Booker's simple online payment method. You'll always fish with confidence when you start fishing like a local. Start your angling adventure now with Fishing Booker. Visit fishingbooker.com and book your trip today. Fishing Booker. Fishing trips made easy. Hey, for our intro, Brady, do you remember what you were referring to when you said that most people are idiots? Do you remember? Um, I, I don't. I'm hoping maybe you do. I, I, I also... I also feel like that's like really like of all the things we got. Who did that veto? <laughs> I think so. I mean, it's like Lavar gets a let's have a toast to the college football Hall of Famer, and it's yeah. like and I, just, I get <laughs> one comment that was made probably two years ago. Yeah, I <laughs> most just, people are idiots. Yeah. yeah. Well, um, you know, most yeah, we, people kind of are idiots. Yeah, they are. Well, you know what it was? I think I was like looking at social media too much. And then I just kind of went with my <laughs> initial reaction. So, Nothing wrong with that. Nothing well, that's probably what it was. Speaking of idiotic, can can we please very quickly and briefly talk about the the punch that wasn't with Rudy Gobert? Like, like why is it is is it like because they're so tall and they're so long that they look awkward doing things like throwing punches? No excuse. Like, Remember Dalsum and Street Fighter. He got Oslo used to. I mean, he used to punch you from fantastic. all over the place. He was fantastic. Can I ask this though? Why did he back away? Like you're the bigger guy, you've got the reach advantage. I mean, totally did punch. not want to smoke. <laughs> yeah, he. I mean, he backed up a good seven feet before there was even oh, a threat. Yeah, because he's he's from France. That's why. Oh, oh God! Wow. Hit, hit the button. I what mean, are you, what are you heard of? Hit the button. You went after a whole country. Yeah, are you are you referring to us bailing out the French in multiple world wars? <laughs> oh yeah, jeez. I mean, what are you referring to? You call bro? the France soft, huh? I mean, yeah. wow. Wow. I mean, we, we do like French fries here, though. That's that is, like a part of all our meals. That's true. That is you know? uh, I mean, Bruno, do, do you care to elaborate about the French? I mean, I, and it's not like they're going to get overly Euro, upset about any soft. comments you make because they're the French. But go, go ahead. Euro, me soft. Oh, man. Wow. That's just. So you're saying all Euros or just the French Euros? Uh, yeah, French Euros. Okay. Uh, mm. That's terrible. Wow! Just uh, I, I didn't know we were going to take that approach here. We we're going to attack a guy like they that have a the they have a street in in France named Theodore Roosevelt. Yes, the least you can do, right? Huh. <laughs> wow! I mean, he's. I was shocked. <laughs> by the way, who what? Knew, by the way, who knew Berto had an end for the French like this? I, I don't know. Well, first off, <laughs> give Berto some credit too for knowing history. I mean, I'm yeah. well, yeah. I'm just saying, if you're going to get suspended for throwing a punch. Can you like make the punch count? Like, yeah, you, yeah that's a good. Point. Like, can you catch him in the face or, yeah. like, you know, if you hit him in the ribs, could he could he drop down to one knee and get him in the like, kidney? Like, then you got this the other dude. He punches the wall and fractures. At least he did some real damage. Like, that's my whole Just thing. Something. You gonna get in trouble for it? Do it right. Like, break yeah. your hand. You yeah, know, you like, make a mistake. You make, make it full speed. Right? Make it full speed. <laughs> Is that, is that Go ahead and break. Just crack your ass right on up. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. come on. 
I just don't understand that. He punched that man in his ribs and got suspended. And and with that kind of frame, wouldn't you look at him as like a Muay Thai guy who could specialize in that, just with that long range, you know, light on the front foot, you know, I mean, think about it. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar was fighting Bruce Lee. Like, he was training with Bruce Lee, all that good stuff, right? Like, he should have just, like you said, docile him. Like, he should have, like, came with, like, a roundhouse kick. Like, he's seven foot. Like, you could kick around the whole entire team and still kick that dude, like, on his on his air, like kick his earring out of his ear. They call you know, it. A, there's a question no mark skill. kick, little question mark kick right over the top. You know, yeah, pop him right on the side of the head. Kyle Anderson's yeah. looking around like, what hit him? Oh, is that you guy know how right they kick the caps off tall. of? They kick the caps off of those those water bottles. That water bottle yep. challenge. Like he should, yeah. like Rudy Gobert should be able to have that type of skill in terms of like pugilistically going after somebody and in, in the art of of hand to hand combat. Yeah. I did not know about Kareem Abdul-Jabbar training with Bruce Lee. I'm not. You didn't know that. Did he really? Four years, back in '67. Yeah, yeah. He was in a movie. Uh, Apparently, SVP brought this up, and and with with an interview with Abdul-Jabbar. That's how it became like common knowledge. Let's see, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, Bruce Lee. Are you oh, just confirming what I just said? Yeah. No, I'm looking up okay. pictures. I want to see for myself. I, sometimes you can't be trusted. I want to be able to see this for myself. Right, right. Um, I mean, it looks – I mean, some of the photos are a little bit awkward. Um, yeah, I mean, Kareem's 7'2", Bruce Lee's like 5'1". Yeah, and so, it's very awkward. Yeah. Yeah. Because he comes up to like Kareem's knee. Yeah. No. <laughs> like literally, like he's yeah. just above Kareem's knee. <laughs> it is a uh, yeah it's a bit strange yeah but i mean you know sometimes if you're gonna train with people from another sport like did you guys ever train with anybody from another sport or think you know that would be somebody i'd like to get together with i'd like to work with that guy i know brady was big into lance armstrong for some reason he wanted to really work out with lance armstrong i don't know why that was that and jose canseco i don't know what that was all about okay but was there um was there i mean any... to answer your question that you're posing without all the propaganda you're making, um <laughs> <laughs> I uh, no like there were some baseball players. So D- uh, Dustin Pedroia, who was an absolute legend for the Boston Red Sox, he was training out in Arizona when I first uh, came in there as a rookie to prepare for the combine. And then I, I went out to Arizona. It was a place called Athletes Performance. I think it's now called Exos. But uh, a lot of the baseball guys would go out there. Dustin, I believe, had played at Arizona State, so kind of like some old stomping grounds. Um, but. You know, those guys would be, like, playing ping pong and, and, and whatnot, like, in between workouts. Just good dudes. I mean, honestly, like, they were – they had a great crew during that time, during that run with the Boston Red Sox. But he was one of the cooler guys. You're, you're like, I wish I could play baseball just to be on his team. He right. was just that type of personality and, and player. Like, he, you, wanted to, you wanted to be on his team. Like, the way he chirped at dudes, you know, to motivate him, the way he just has naturally carried himself as, like, an undersized guy who is an overachiever, just a ton of fun to be around. Hmm. What about you, Labar? What about me? Would you? I mean, did you want to train with any athletes from another sport? Anybody yeah. uh, in and around DC? Like any I mean, sports? What are we looking it at? could be anything, like, like cycling. I've, like Jonas pointed out tennis. I've yeah. trained. I've trained with other athletes. Sean Bay Mitchell, my homie. Shots out to DC. I used to train with him. Sean he was Bay. a champ. Champ back in the day. We used to. Tra- I went. I went with him a few times, and that was it. And I realized that boxing was not the sport for me. 
You know, yeah. I, I, this is how you prepare for a fight. And he's like, yeah. Like, I was like, yeah, nah, this ain't going to work for me. Like, this this just isn't no, well, what was this is no good. This, do, this is no good for LeVar. <laughs> what do you mean? And we was boys and we hang out and all kinds of stuff, but I would never work out with him after. after yeah, no. What was wrong with the workout? I don't know. It was just too much cardiovasculars that were different oh, yeah. than, like, I, I'm okay with basketball. Like, I was a basketball player anyway. Track, I was okay with that. But the movements that you got to do in boxing, it's it's tedious. It's, it's, it's um, I don't know, it just, like – for me, I get into my head really quickly on, on things sometimes. So when we were using the jump rope, I was this was when I was first introduced to weighted jump ropes too, by the way, like the handles yeah. and stuff like that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And I was doing it, and I was like, why is it, why does this feel so heavy? Like, like we're going like, <laughs> I'm like, why is it so heavy? Like, Sean Bay, like, what, what's up? He's like, man, they're weighted. And I dropped him. I was like, oh, yeah, like, LeVar don't do weighted, like, jump ropes. Regular jump rope. Hold on. You spoke like, to yeah. him in third person? Yeah, LeVar don't do that. Like, oh, come okay. on, man. Like, what are we doing here, bro? It's like a Ricky like, Henderson move. Yeah, I was like, man, come on, man. We was on, like, a little. little we, what? Zlatan. You the fans were demanding something, and and I gave them Zlatan. Yeah. Oh. It's LeVar. I thought I was going in the gym to be Ivan Drago. I'll tell you that. I thought I was going to be like coming out to football games, like as the captain, be like looking at him at the coin toss, like I must break you, you know. And and then I did a couple workouts with him, and I was like, I'm just good being your friend. <laughs> yeah, but you guys. Are I don't need to work out with you for us to be able to say we're I, friends. I'll, I'll, I'll be okay over here. I do think we could touch on the fact that. Gobert, I know this wasn't exactly what you wanted to talk about, Jonas, but Gobert is going to be suspended for a playing game. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's kind of an interesting move by the the T Wolves coaching staff, or maybe even front office, to, to make to this tank. decision. Well, I don't know about tanking, but like, oh, oh, I'm you're, sorry, you're setting a precedent, right? Like, you're yeah. basically saying, look, we're not going to like. This is one of those moments, I think, in sports where you're you create culture, and, and to your point, Lavar, like, it very well could impact their opportunity to obviously move on in the playoffs. But if anything else ever happens like this again, they're setting a precedent. We're like, look, we're not, mm-hmm. we're not, we're not handling this moving forward. And I think the other interesting thing is, you know, their, their ownership group is going to change. You know, A-Rod is eventually going to be a majority owner of the Minnesota Timberwolves. He, you know, he set himself up to be that. And I wonder how much influence he has on that, you know, that decision too, to set the precedent now. That like this is not something that you know we're going to allow to happen and represent the Minnesota Timberwolves, our organization, is when you guys are out there fighting with one another. I mean, so your you know your most important defender is now suspended for what is a one and done game. Yeah, I just I think from an organizational standpoint, it feels like they're trying to send a message. Whether it's for this year's team or for what future about, players, what see, message was Jaden McDaniels trying to send to that wall when he punched it? And now, and now he's missing trying to show game. him who's boss, and it, and it you know it backfired on him a little bit. But you know what? So he tried he tried to hit the wall with a scorpion. They, Come here. A lesson learned. You then know? he realized that the wall just wasn't you know just wasn't going to 
cooperate. I, I do wonder, though, if Minnesota suspends Rudy Gobert if this is the 9-10 matchup and not the 7-8. Because if they lose this, they still have an opportunity to play the winner of the 9-10 to get into the 8 seed. If this was a 9-10 winner-take-all or winner you know stays alive and the other one goes home, I wonder if they would have suspended Rudy Gobert. That's what I wonder. Because I, I think they, they do it regardless because you don't even give yourself the opportunity to get to that next game. Yeah, but they could justify it by saying, listen, he didn't hit him in the face. It was a solar plex shot, and clearly he needs to work on his stand-up. And then, That's correct. And then you could let him play that 9-10 matchup and go, we've talked to him. We've addressed this internally. There's been an undisclosed fine, and then we're going to move on. Because they've got you don't even have to, to say undisclosed. With. You could disclose that fine and say we, we, we heavily fined him. Like, that's, that will not be tolerated. And go from there. I I, I agree, Jonas. Yeah. I agree with you. They they tanking. So, Call yeah. it out. <laughs> so, well, I mean, he's tanking. Well, he is going to be. I mean, they're eight point underdogs, uh, yeah. so they're going to lose to the Lakers. By the way, LeBron gets another break. So, congratulations. Uh, the Lakers get all the breaks in the world. Uh, just continues on there. Uh, but they are going to. You know, they'll play the nine ten winner, and then that team will get the eight seed uh, and get to be eliminated in five games in the first round. It, but you know, it, it is interesting not to like touch on the Lakers now as we're kind of highlighting this matchup. I mean. The original Lakers team that LeBron built was going nowhere. And I don't know if you want to give Rob Palenka credit for the moves he made and obviously the trade of Russell Westbrook, what they got back in return with D'Angelo Russell and uh, Beasley, but it, it, it turned around their entire season. I mean, at one point, you know, LeBron had an injury that we thought he wasn't going to make it back. And then because he's LeBron and he's got super, you know, power healing you know abilities he's able to come back now and play with a team that seems to have chemistry and be gelling and and now sets itself up to maybe be able to make a run especially with their the current circumstances of and where they're at so it, it is like when i look at the success lebron's had you know you go back to miami that team was set up by pat riley you know you now look at the lakers and if they are able to go on a run and win it this year you know it's in large part due to other people around them helping to construct a team that allows them to be successful. Yeah, I think he's, you know, the years that he hasn't been successful, in large part, I think it's because he's meddled sometimes in trying to make some of those front office decisions. And I just, I never feel like that works out for players. Wait a second. I feel like every time they do it, it ends up blowing up back in their face. Are you taking a shot at LeBron James, an Ohio alum, same class as you, Brady Quinn. Are you trying to say that LeBron James is a bad GM? Is that what you're he's trying to say? Metal, well, he's he's not a GM, and I just feel like that's probably better off. Now, until the day he becomes one, which I'm sure he's got that in his future, he should just focus on you know being the best teammate and basketball player he can be, which he's the best in the world right now when he wants to be. So. That's all I'm saying. Is yeah. I just feel like when you look through the history of when they've tried to construct a team, hasn't really worked out, I think, the way he had hoped, or at least not to the amount of success you know, he has hoped. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. 
Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Auto Parts. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff. Are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.